Hi, I'm Tiffany, and you are listening to the Legacy Lounge Podcast. If you are a high-achieving, mission-driven entrepreneur who wants to elevate your income, impact, and influence, you're in the right place. I left my corporate career as a creative director for Fortune 500 brands to create a legacy with my work and to support entrepreneurs to do the same. And I'm not talking about having your name on a building or statues in your image. I'm talking about leaving behind a positive impact and creating something enduring that can be passed on. You pour your time, energy, and passion into your business. So let's make sure your efforts will create a ripple effect that reaches far into the future. Each monthly series will guide you through the business, leadership, and life skills you need to successfully leave a legacy that stands the test of time and each episode is totally valuable on its own. We are here to provide you with the tools and ideas to make massive shifts and quantum leaps in your business, transforming you from entrepreneur into legacy brand. So sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. Brand is a perception, and perception will match reality over time. Elon Musk. Let's quickly take a trip down memory lane and begin today with a super quick recap of why your brand is your biggest asset and the key to creating a legacy within your business. From making you more memorable to inspiring communities and improving client retention, among many other benefits, when done right, great branding delivers results. Why? Because your brand's identity is the essence of who you are. It sets you apart from your competition and injects confidence in your business. Great branding allows you to humanize your business, creating a deeper connection with your audience. They hear you, they see you, and they relate to you. And that ties your entire narrative together. Once you can clearly communicate your genius, quantum leaps occur in your income and impact. And if that's not happening with your brand identity, it might be time for a change. This month on the Legacy Lounge, we're talking all about reinvention. And I get so many clients coming to me thinking they need a new logo or a new website and that changing those assets will create results in their business. The truth is, although your logo and website are important, they are not game changers. Today, we are going to talk about the difference between a rebrand and a refresh, because if you're ready to uplevel your brand in 2023, I want to make sure you can make an informed decision about which route to take. Now, last week, we talked, like I said, about reinvention specifically. We're kind of talking about it all month, but it was all about reinvention. It was really powerful. And the truth is people grow and change. Companies grow and change markets change, and so do the preferences of your audience. It's important to stay in touch with your audience to stay relevant, and it's important to stay true to yourself when you're called to pivot. So if you've not yet listened to that episode, I recommend you hop back there quick and tune in. It's pretty short, and it will inspire you to hear stories about other business owners who've reinvented themselves and their brands and how you can do it too, easily and effortlessly. Okay, let's dive in. In the modern world, it's not just enough to convert prospects into customers. A strong brand understands the needs of its audience. You have to tell a brand story that's compelling in order to build a strong connection. 
This goal is impossible to achieve if you don't stay in touch with your audience and don't adjust your brand to its preferences, which constantly change. In other words, your brand should be relevant. And that's why companies often have to choose between rebranding or redesigning and brand refreshing. Now, if you've been listening to the Legacy Lounge for a while, you understand that branding is crucial for both well-established businesses and those just starting out. It's so much more than colors and logos, as I mentioned earlier. It really reflects the values of their business and represents an image your consumers can relate to. And this really helps increase loyalty too, right? And so what I want to say here is I have been preaching all about why a legacy brand stands the test of time. Once you get a legacy brand, you don't have to shift it, right? However, there is always times that you need to do slight refreshes. And then if you don't yet have a legacy brand, I always recommend rebranding. Many people who don't have experience in design often get confused when they see these terms. You may see many successful companies changing with time, adjusting their brands to the market, but what do they actually do? Is it rebranding or refreshing? These terms have a lot in common, but they're quite a bit different if you look closer. So a brand refresh isn't a fundamental change. It's mostly focused on the appearance and some minor details, adjusting them according to times changing, evolving like you evolving as a person or a slight pivot. You may need to refresh your brand if you wanna update it and make it more appealing to your current audience. And it's also a good solution if you face a need to address certain market conditions or the connection between your brand and your offerings is pretty much lost. Refreshing might include a new photo shoot, maybe adjusting the colors and updating marketing materials. If a brand is not completely outdated, I always suggest refreshing. This way, you can preserve the integrity of your existing brand while making it more relevant to reach a writer audience. This practice is great once you have the legacy brand in place and once you have a foundation and you know your brand provides results. For instance, I just had a new photo shoot because it's been three years, the pandemic happened, and my old photos were a bit too polished for the changes that had occurred in the world. And brands and myself just became more laid back, right? Like we wear sweats more often. We, I think the world in general is just more laid back. So because I had my legacy brand in place already, I simply did a new photo shoot, kept everything else the same, made a few website updates with new photos. I have a ton of new images for social that'll be coming out soon. Easy peasy. On the other hand, a brand redesign involves more serious changes. It often implies creating completely new messaging, logo, and visuals, and a complete rebrand is aimed to change the message of your brand and its identity, which often means creating and implementing an absolutely new marketing strategy. But this is important, like we talked about last week, reinvention often calls for big change. Rebranding is a much more complex process, but it's often necessary when you pivot, change audiences, or really need to start over. It goes beyond changing the design of your website or logo. It's intended to completely change the image of your business. It requires you to come up with a new brand story and philosophy. And sometimes rebranding also means a new target market. 
you may opt for a rebrand if you see that the current brand is no longer effective for your audience or you fundamentally change your business. Rebranding is also necessary when you plan to conquer a new industry. And it's the best solution if your established brand lacks consistency or fails to communicate its message. If you've been stalled for a long time in your business, a full rebrand is often what people typically need because most people have never really slowed down to speed up and put in the deep work that a compelling magnetic brand truly takes. And as I always say, it's not easy to see the label from inside the bottle. So many people try to rebrand or just create their brand in the first place and get frustrated because they don't have expert guidance to help them make the right decisions and have an actual brand strategy in place. So now that you know the difference between a rebrand and a refresh, let's find out if you're in need of a rebrand, because what I find is most people are in need of a rebrand. Number one is if your brand is Frankensteined, that is a term that I made up. <laughs> this also means your brand is disjointed. So one example of this is my client, Selena Sue came to me about four years ago when I first started my business and her brand was all over the place. And she'll be the first to say that. She'd worked with various photographers and freelances for various parts of the business, almost treating each program like a different brand and never really dialing in any brand messaging or visual guidelines. Although it looked aesthetically pleasing as a whole, it was not cohesive. And although she was getting results, they were not where she wanted them to be. I took her through my legacy brand method and completely rebranded by doing market research, focusing on what was working and changing all the rest so it was super consistent and aligned. That foundation allowed her to reach seven figures, be seen as the go-to expert in publicity and truly step into her legacy. Over the last four years, she really blew up and was seen as the go-to person. And each year she actually came back for a slight refresh for her big Impact in Millions launch, where I would creative direct and change up the photos and colors just a bit to bring new life to the launch. But overall, we kept her foundation of her legacy brand intact. And now Selena is shifting gears and is no longer selling impacting Millions, Yet the cool thing is her personal brand remains the pillar of her business and her most valuable asset as she pivots to wherever she heads next. Because she has that foundation, she could literally go into any industry and make big waves because, as I always say, your brand is your biggest asset. And truly, as a business, you should not be changing your brand frequently because your goal is to stay consistent so your audience can really connect and stay connected with your brand. So like anything worth repeating, this is done by following procedures and guidelines, which should be created during your brand foundation. So if you're going to rebrand, you really want to dial in, be strategic, and create a path that makes sense. Okay, so number two is you want to rebrand if you're changing directions. So speaking of pivoting, this is typically the second reason for a rebrand. We change and evolve as entrepreneurs. I can't tell you how many times I've seen 
copywriters turn into coaches or MLM leaders move into business coaching or business coaches move into the spiritual space. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love that people follow their bliss and intuition. But one huge mistake I see people making is transitioning and they either one, don't change their brand at all, or two, rebrand and lose any loyalty that they had. Both lead to confusion from the audience, which unfortunately leads to less than promising results in their new venture. So the smart way to rebrand in this case is to be strategic, do market research, and make sure the rebrand is impactful. So my client, Amanda Walker, first came to me three years ago for her brand, Feel Amazing Naked. As a health coach, she wanted to take her business to the next level. She went through my program, Legacy Brand Foundations, and implemented all the new brand messaging, and we also created a new, fresh website for her. Her business doubled within a year and caught on quickly, but after two more years, she found that clients were actually wanting to learn business coaching from her and that she really loved it too. So she came to me pretty frustrated actually and said, Tiffany, I love the brand that we built. Yeah, I'm feeling called to new direction and I hate to lose everything we worked on and the investment that I made. And I responded, well, it's a good thing you invested in a legacy brand. The great thing is that we prepared for you to evolve and change. Remember? Yes, she did invest to do a refresh in the end. But the amazing thing was that because she had a solid brand foundation in place that we originally created, 80% of the brand could remain intact. It still reflected her, her vision, her values, her voice. So many of the visuals were still totally on point. Based on what her clients were saying, we simply had to change the messaging to speak to the women who needed business support, change the name from Feel Amazing Naked and change it to Best Damn Coach is what we came up with, updated the guidelines and website a bit, and she was good to go within a few weeks. Her first launch went amazing and I helped guide the announcements and the transition to make the biggest impact so that's a trick too. If you're going to rebrand, make sure to use it as a launch strategy because it's going to get a lot of attention. Now, again, if you're listening and you never had a solid brand foundation that worked in the first place, it's all good. You can do that now and the investment will last you a lifetime. It really all comes down to the fact that a brand works well when all elements connect with the target audience. Factors such as gender, age, demographics, purchase patterns, and more help to shape the new brand identity. With fresh visuals and a new voice that resonates, your new venture can become an overnight success. The third reason you might want to rebrand is because your brand is growing. And first of all, congrats, that's always a great problem to have. From new products to additional services, brands evolve all the time. With these new additions, you can cast a wider customer net and often it results in new ideal client profiles. So you shouldn't go off changing the brand identity to accommodate. In fact, you probably want to make sure that it just grows with the brand. So imagine being an inspired entrepreneur who successfully brought to market a coaching program and branded your company accordingly. The program's success led to the introduction of new offers, 
and a business strategy shift from just coaching to an agency that also does implementation. It's pretty often that businesses can find themselves in this type of situation if they're looking to scale. To best communicate the purpose and vision of the business, the brand would benefit from a makeover that factors in scalability and business growth. For this example, I'm going to tell you about business that is ran by partners, Megan and Alex, who are currently known as Zesty Ginger. They are health gurus and have a ton of certifications between the two of them, and they were focused specifically on women's hormonal health. Yet through their own journeys, they became NLP certified and realized the impact, including subconscious reprogramming in their work would have on ideal clients and on their clients' results. They wanted to add a whole new dimension to their business by certifying other practitioners and experts and really scale massively. They started shifting their focus and messaging a bit, but they weren't seeing amazing results in their new offers because they never took the time to rebrand and let their audience know what they were doing. Now, of course, it's okay, and they were still making some money, but Megan came to me one day and literally said, we need your help and we need it now. We're losing the audience, we're growing and changing, but we have no idea how to make things cohesive or make the transition. It feels so heavy. Now we're actually still in the process with Megan and Alex as I record this episode. So you'll have to stay tuned for the results, but I want to point out that growth is amazing and confusing. You have so much on your plate. Luckily, the legacy brand method takes that into consideration. And all you have to do is simply show up for calls. Let me pull everything out of your brain and we do all the heavy lifting. So now Megan and Alex are so clear We already completed their messaging. They have magnetic messaging, a plan for all their offers, aligned new naming conventions, a new amazing framework that positions them as thought leaders, and so much more. They're truly stepping into their legacy and the work that they dreamed of on a whole new level. Okay, time for number four. This is our last one today. And the other reason, now, of course, there's other reasons that I'm not covering today that um, people rebrand, but, or why you would need to rebrand, but these are the top four. And the top, the last one is your brand is getting lost in the crowd. So this is maybe not like you're growing. It's not maybe that you're stagnating. It's, it's really just, man, things have shifted and there's a lot of people doing what I'm doing. And I simply need to stand out more because with so much competition, your brand has a major responsibility you have to create differentiation. Without it, you're never going to be noticed. And so often we follow trends because we know they're working or we work with a specific designer because we like their style, but then we end up looking like everybody else. Or we use the same type of content as messaging because we told it's best. But when we do that, we blend in, right? Most entrepreneurs blend in because they follow the model that people in their industry do for their packages. They follow the model that people in their industry use for their pricing. They follow the model that people in their industry do for their website, their social media, and pretty much for everything they do. They sometimes undercharge, they copy competitors, and they do industry standard things. Now, I'm not shaming anybody here. I'm just saying it's common because when we see people doing something that works, we emulate it, right? But that actually just helps us step into that sea of sameness. 
Now, when you join the ranks of what's already being done in your industry, what happens is you don't end up leading because now you're just one more cog in the wheel doing the same thing that everyone else is already doing. So when you think about defining a brand positioning strategy, the goal is to look at how do you zig when everyone else zags and create distinction in what you're doing so you can solve an important gap or problem that the vast majority of consumers in your space would easily recognize. The goal for all my clients is that they become what I call a category of one. Because even if you get more leads, even if you have a sales system, you're probably still going to struggle because there's no brand power behind it. There's no distinction as to why someone should buy from you versus someone else. I believe the most important thing to recognize is that 2023 is a massive opportunity to shine. A lot of people are looking at gloom and doom and scarcity right now. And if you can turn that around and reframe it as an opportunity to shine, an opportunity to stand out, it's a massive opportunity for you to put a stake in the ground, take leadership and ownership in your space, and to answer the call that potential clients in your market are looking for someone to take the lead on. They're looking for someone who's going to step up. Many people are already demonstrating a lack of focus, a lack of consistency, messaging and offers that are confusing. And the audience is thinking like, what does this person actually do? Who is this person? It all starts with brand power as your first building block to truly rise up and go through a rebrand process. Now, all that being said, there's nothing worse for your business than a poor rebrand. You don't wanna confuse your audience. You need to take into account your brand equity and make sure that existing customers don't feel betrayed. And most important, you need to deliver a new, clear brand message instead of messing up what you already have. So it's important to note that the process of rebranding or refreshing is not without risk. Confusion is the biggest obstacle to sales. If your audience doesn't get it, they're not going to buy. So you need to make sure that you don't actually make them more confused than they already are. So that's really why you need a brand expert to help guide you through the process to make sure that you're headed in the right direction. Because on the flip side, rebranding when done right is an opportunity to clarify your brand story, up-level your visuals, and sell your brand. And when you get it right, you can achieve ROI as in little is in 30 days. We've had clients begin to use their new messaging while we're still working on it and begin to get sales before we even completed the process due to the new way they were presenting themselves. When you get your brand strategy truly aligned, it drives growth. So the four reasons you may need to rebrand, I want you to really think about that. And did any of those resonates with you? Because when you implement the updates into your main brand touch points, like your website, you can actually realize an immediate lift in sales. And when you deliver the right message to the right market and with the right call to action, your audience will buy. The moral of these examples today is that rebrands need to be thoughtful and strategic and timely. So is it time for a change for you? I trust these examples helped you to assess your own brand. 
Sometimes all you need to do is just change some minor details in order to make your brand more appealing to customers or update with the times. But most often you may need to redesign your brand, especially if you're not in love with it anymore, it appears outdated, or you're ready to take new big leaps. If it's time for something new and you resonate with these examples, we're here to help. We're going to provide you with clarity at the upcoming Brand Clarity Workshop on February 1st or 2nd. It's the same workshop. We're doing it two times because we're global and that way everybody gets a chance to attend. We're going to help you get crystal clear on your brand so you can attract only ideal clients and 10x your revenue and impact. Or if you're like Tiffany, it's a fresh new year and I want to rebrand now and see results quickly, go ahead and book a call and we can chat and make it happen. You can sign up for the workshop or book a call right below in the show notes using the links. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and I can't wait to see you on the next one when I talk to Amanda Walker, who I mentioned earlier in this episode, and we're going to talk about her reinvention and her rebrand, as well as shine the light on her business. We'll see you then. I'll see you here next time in the Legacy Lounge. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Lounge podcast. Connect with me on Instagram at Tiffany Newman Creative. I would also love to hear your feedback to see what resonates with you and what you'd like to hear in the future. If you love this episode, please provide a review and we will be forever grateful. You can always find links and resources shared on the show by going to yourlegacybrand.com. Remember, what you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. What are you doing today to pour into others and to leave your legacy?